0: Hi everybody and welcome to this week's edition of A Trophy Life, the official podcast of the Naismith Awards here in Atlanta. I'm your host Bob Rathman and coming up this week a conversation down memory lane with the Hall of Famer Dominique Wilkins. We'll talk to the former Georgia Bulldog standout about his days in the SEC and a bright prospect on the horizon. That's all coming up but as always we begin with our Jersey Mike's news and notes for the week and we start with an upset. In men's basketball, Thursday night, Utah knocking off number 4 Arizona 81 to 66. It marked the first top 5 win for Utah since December the 30th of 2000 when they took down number 1 Alabama. Our congratulations go out to Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy. He set the Horizon League all-time scoring record. He is now number 13 On the all-time NCAA points list with 2009-19, he's 748 away from number one, which is held by Pete Maravich. Now, we'll be keeping track of this on the Naismith Watch all season long. This guy has got a shot. If he has a banner campaign and Mercy plays a ton of games, he's got a chance to overpass Pete for the number one spot. So we'll keep a close eye on that. And our congratulations go out to the Houston Cougars, number one in the country for the first time since 1983. They take on St. Mary's on Saturday night. In women's basketball, Thursday night, number 12, NC State going into Carver Hawkeye Arena and defeating number 10, Iowa, 94-81, despite 45 from Caitlin Clark. That's the most points scored by a women's player in Division I so far this season. Tuesday night, number one South Carolina survived a scare. UCLA had them down double digits, but guess who? Our Jersey Mike's Women's Naismith National Player of the Year from last year, Aaliyah Boston, to the rescue with 18 points, 10 boards, and four block shots. And Aaliyah produced a scare of her own in the game against Hampton when she suffered an injury but bounced back to play in that UCLA game coming up it will be Memphis on Saturday for South Carolina and the women's Jimmy V gets underway on Sunday with a great doubleheader number nine Virginia Tech takes on Tennessee and number three UConn goes up against number seven Notre Dame when we come back a conversation with the human highlight film, Dominique Wilkins. But first, this from Jersey Mike's. Did you know at Jersey Mike's, when you get a sub Mike's Way, you're getting all the authentic toppings onions, lettuce, tomatoes, oregano, and the juice? And did you know I, Danny DeVito, am a world class opera singer? Figaro, While the first statement about Mike's Way at Jersey Mike's is true, we cannot confirm that Danny is actually singing Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. figaro, figaro, figaro. Oh, yeah? He got off, he got he got Oops. Our sneaking suspicion that Danny was not singing opera, but in fact playing a record, has been confirmed. Knew it. Ask for your sub Mike's way. Jersey Mike's. A sub above. What a treat to have a Hall of Famer join us on the podcast this week. It's none other than my good friend and my broadcast colleague, someone who I just adore. It's Dominique Wilkins. Nick, how are
1: you? I'm good, man. It's always good to talk about the good old days. (laughs) Yeah, and your good old days were just down the road in Athens, Georgia. Yeah, you know what? Georgia will always have a place in my heart because it was the first place that I've ever been in my life that accepted me, and I actually felt at home. That was the first place I ever called home. You grew up in eastern North
0: Carolina at a time when NC State was rocking and rolling.
1: David Thompson, et cetera, et cetera. Why Georgia? And David recruited me to come to North Carolina State because he used to come down and watch me play all the time. And I actually signed of 10 with North Carolina State, but I kept hearing the comparisons of me, David Thompson, me, and David Thompson. And myself and four of the five other high school All-Americans got together, and we all decided to go to Georgia. And at that time, that was unheard of. But I wanted to go to a school that never had a really major superstar. And I wanted to put them on the map. And Georgia, along with a, a bunch of other guys, man, we all kind of sat down with the University of Georgia, myself and Terry Fair, Lamar Hurd, and all those guys. And we decided, hey, we are gonna play together.
0: And this is late 70s, early 80s. So take us back, what was it like
1: playing in the SEC back then? The SEC was was a very physical conference, physical conference. Alabama being probably the most physical in our conference. Then you had Auburn. You had Alabama, who had the big country boys down there. And that was the first team I got hurt against with Alabama, by the way. But it was a bump-and-grind conference, man. And you had to be ready to play every night. And even the team that wasn't that great of a team played hard. You know, you look at Ole Miss – with Elston Turner and, and and Stroud, those guys. They were physical, man. Thank and so God. they were going to fight tooth and nail. Then you got LSU, Kentucky. <laughs> I mean, that conference was a monster. It was monster. What
0: were some of your remembrances of the guys you went up against?
1: Well, I'm going to start with Kentucky. Uh, one of the guys that people don't know today, and but people in our era knew when he played against him, that he was probably one of the best guys on the floor, and that was Kentucky with Dwight Anderson. Oh, man he was he was a joy to watch and play against so you got to do it, him and Sam Bowie and Derek Minifield, all those guys then you go to LSU when you got Dwayne Scales and uh, Greg Cook and all Ethan Martin all if every one of those teams had two three four guys who could play professional basketball and so it, it just was a tough time and you couldn't take games off how about Auburn when you got a young Charles Barkley and come into Auburn and Poindexter and all these guys man it was I could go on and on and on, and on how good that conference was
0: what's different it strikes me t- today than when you played is that guys now think if they've got a modicum of talent they think well I'm gonna play one year and go to the NBA
1: that thought never went through your mind before. oh man um I never thought about leaving college my first year. I mean, I could have, I actually, I would have been the number one pick to Detroit if I would have left early, but I decided to say Isaiah Thomas came out and ended up being the number one pick to Detroit. But it was that's not something we did because the NBA was a league of grown men. You know, there were no boys in that league then. I mean, I came out of high school, we was voted not too long with the greatest high school senior class ever in 79. Not one guy went to pros out of high school. Not one. I mean, and we and we had five or six or eight Hall of Famers in that class. Refresh our memory.
0: The class of '79.
1: Well, the class of '79. Just just to start from the top, guys. You got Ralph Sampson at 74, Sam Bowie at 72, Stepanovich, You got Kellogg. You got Worthy. You got Coming. You have me, Isaiah Thomas. You have Ricky Raw, Teddy Ruxpin, Cliff Livingston, Antoine Carr, and Rocket Rod Falston, and. Man, there's so many. Terry Teagle, Tony Guy. It's about 50 or 60 guys that I can name who all played in the NBA from that high school year. Amazing. It's crazy.
0: You know, there may be, in the not-too-distant future, another Wilkins in the NBA. Tell us
1: about Jacob. Yeah, my youngest son, uh, Jacob. You know, I remember he told me one time, and he was like 13. He looked at me and said, Dad, you know something? He said, I'm going to be better than you. And I told my son, I said, son, that's a father's hopes and dreams. I said, but I got to tell you something. I said, we were some son of a gun now. I said, but if you anywhere close, you're going to make more money than I ever made. But my son Jacob now has reached 6'10 now, and he's 16. And he's a special player. Can plays on both ends of the floor. Uh, he can play multiple positions, even a center position. But uh, he, he's a small forward with size and handle.
0: Just like his daddy used to be.
1: Yeah, you know, make a daddy proud. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we're all proud of the, no, you, the Human Highlight film. Thanks for taking time, Dave. I got you, bro. Appreciate it.
1: Anytime. anytime, anytime,
0: man. And that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Make this a part of your college basketball routine. Rate, review, and like us on all of the podcast platforms. Gets us a chance to let college basketball fans everywhere know what is here every week of the year. Until next week, for all of us here at the Naismith Awards, this...